Hi, George. Hi, George. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. It is wine day. Wine cheers Wednesday. to you, friend. Ooh, that was a good cheers. That was a good cheers. And we're drinking Sauvignon Blanc, which is my favorite. Yes. At Pa Road. Marvel. It's called Pa Road, like a dog? Yeah. It's not like a dog. Pa, what do you mean, like a dog? Like P-A-W. Oh, Pa. <laughs> pa Road. <laughs> I thought you meant like there's like some like famous <laughs> famous dog or famous like it's like movie. Abbey Road for dogs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I see I see where you're going. No, my now. mind is always on Paw Patrol because that's all that happens in my household. We did also today just have a Paw Patrol birthday. Not my birthday. It was party? yours. Just admit just admit that you wanted a Paw Patrol birthday. That's for your daughter. I know. So today we celebrated my daughter's fifth birthday party, Paw Patrol themed, because we are being responsible humans and quarantining from each other temporarily. But you also had a birthday in there. So today we celebrated yeah. my daughter's fifth birthday in the morning. And then this afternoon we are celebrating Caroline's birthday. So lots of birthday festivities here today. But uh, thanks for joining us. Hope you have either poured yourself a glass of wine or, or you know, just do what makes you happy. Yeah, thanks for joining us. But uh, welcome to the Winding Moms podcast. If you haven't yet, please look us up on Instagram and give us a follow over there. We are promised to provide many stories to entertain you throughout your day as well, um, including from our photo shoot that we just did today. Um, we had a, a, an impromptu photo term. shoot in somebody else's neighborhood. We just drove around until we found some pretty trees, and it was all it was all good. Which brings me to, um, we're going to start out our wines and wins with the fact that my wine for today is I've gotten bit by so many bugs today. <laughs> so okay, let me let me. You set made the stage. me step in an ant hill. Well, okay, so let me set the stage. You so we went to go take photos in the wilderness. In the in, wilderness. In the wilderness, I mean, like in some trees and flowers There's in some different neighborhoods. In the and Jocelyn has all of these injuries that have occurred today, and I have nothing. I'm fine. So I know. Well, first I cut my finger trying to make a cake, and it's a Paw Patrol injury. Some point, yeah, it was a Paw Patrol related injury. But no, I don't even know what happened to my arm while we were taking pictures at the first set of trees. But Did I you got get stung by a bee, maybe. I don't think so. I mean, I don't see anything, but it. I know it's looking better it now. It was really itchy before, but it and it kind of like welted up, but now it's gone. So I don't know. That's probably some kind of run of the mill bug. Run of the mill bug, <laughs> like an ant or like a tiny spider. I mean, not, I mean, not like a scorpion or a bee. Like that yeah. would be intense. Yeah. Have you ever got bit by scorpion? No. Stung? No. Bit stung? Bit stung? Stung. stung. They sting you. I haven't either. Knock on wood. No, I'm, I'm terrified. Some, we need to get like just a piece of wood to have in here. We see a lot of things that could jinx us. Right. You're leaning on some. Oh. Or is it's that composite not real wood? It's not real wood. Well, the the baseboards are wood. Okay. Anyway, she's knocking on wood. It's the That's out in the universe now. Wood. <laughs> um, so yeah, but then like we were trying to take pictures next to some beautiful Buddha 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 bushes. Buddha bogies. Bogies. I call them bogies because... Is it Bougainvillea or Bougainville? I think that that sounds close. Bougainvillea? Bougainvillea? Bogies. I don't know, but we were they were taking some pretty pictures, and then I looked down, and I was standing in not one, but two anthills. Two. Like, let me, again. And they were swarming. There was, like, hundreds of them. These were not just, like, anthills. These were, like, ant mountains, like, ant Everest. They were. And there was multiple of them. Ant Everest. <laughs> there were multiple, and I was standing on them, and I angered them, and so they started eating my feet. And she was, was wearing really jeans for the first time in, you know, know since and March, I, yeah, and they're like in they're her like jeans. It was really bad. I mean, but, like, again, I feel like my feet are looking okay now, but that's my wine for the day, is all of the bugs in the universe are trying to eat me. Well, I feel like uh, you took one for the team. I did. Our pictures are cute. Yeah. It was really great. So, remember that when you see them on our Instagram. <laughs> right. Like, we look happy. Jocelyn's dying. And I'm drinking wine in the background. So, <laughs> there's that. I know. Um, what is... Do you have a wine or a win today, George? I do. I mean, I think the win overall is that we had our little birthday celebration. It's great to see you guys. And That's we... Great. Jocelyn had one of our days, Jocelyn and I had one of our days where we were laughing so hard we were crying, which is, yes. you know, those happen from time to time. Um, no, it was so good. It was good. It was, like, good for my soul. But uh, my, I have sort of another wine because pandemic, working from I feel home. like wines are funnier. Well, I, this one is, like, one for the books. Is it not funny? Uh, well, it's not funny for me. It's probably funny for everybody it's else. Bad? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I work from home and I... Uh, have a job where I conduct meetings virtually with lots of important people regularly. Um, and 
my toddler also is staying home with us because of the pandemic uh, full time. And she recently discovered my uh, my husband had gotten me a subscription a while back as a gift to the FabFitFun box where they send you all these random goodies. Okay. Um, like self-care goodies. So one of the items is this Ferreo face washer. Mm-hmm. It is neon pink and uh, silicone and it's round. It has these like little nubbies on it <laughs> and it vibrates because it's supposed to open your pores and uh-huh. whatever. I always felt a little weird about it because it like vibrates and it's like this weird thing that I just like have around and I feel like Ryan, my husband, or, like, just random people that would be in my house would be, like, oh, what think is you have this? A yeah, around? like, think it's, like, you know, an adult toy just hanging okay. around. Claire discovered this in the cabinet. My oh. daughter, my toddler. No. And I had to have... In, the, like, what cabinet? Like, my bathroom cabinet. It was, like, in with, like, my face washing stuff. Just, like, overflow, like, self-care stuff in okay. the cabinet in my bathroom. And she she found it, and I was... It kept her busy for, like, 20 minutes, and she was like, this is my special rock. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, and I forgot about it, right? And, of course, toddler, you know, she brings it downstairs with us. She's playing with it, whatever. No harm, no foul. Well, I'm on a conference call that's an impromptu conference call. Normally, either my husband has her or I have her, like, set up with something to watch. And, of oh, course, no. I have to have this call with this woman who insists on video. Well, yeah, because you usually decline video. Yeah, I usually decline video because of the toddler situation and just, you know, I'm in my home. I feel funny about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Claire, all of a sudden, like, she's playing behind me. She's playing so quietly, and she's, like, playing on the love seat that's behind me in the in the video. And then I see the bright pink behind me, right over my shoulder in the oh, video. No. And then she turns on the vibration. Oh, no. And it's going, like, really awkwardly loud because she put it on top of, like, something hard. And so it was, oh. like, magnifying the sound. And I'm now telling somebody about, you know, <laughs> things related to our business mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, our upcoming partnership while there's this, like, vibrating thing in the background. So I'm like, hold, please. And I have to, like, turn off my camera, turn off my audio. And I thought I turned off the camera. I did turn off the audio, but they see me then trying to wrestle this vibrating oh, no. thing for my toddler. And I come back and I'm like, okay, sorry about that. And I realized my camera had been on the whole time as I'm wrestling this pink, you know, object that nobody knows what it is. Yeah. And then I have to get back on and be like, oh, she found my face wash thing. And like, I'm so flustered and embarrassed. Well, and you, and nobody... sound, you sounded like you're lying. Right. You're like, it's my face washer. Like, if I had seen this thing and so you, t- like, if I saw this in your bathroom and you were like, oh, it's for your face, like, I would be like, okay. Like, yeah. that's how this thing looks and sounds. <laughs> And <laughs> I'd be like, sure, face wash, yeah? Sure. Um, and, I mean, you can look it up. Foreo, it's a thing. And I made sure uh-huh. to say the brand and all the things just in case. Because you're being, like, overly specific. You're, like, doing it. You're, like, showing them. Like, I'm look, like, Fox. It came in here. Like, FabFitFun like sponsor commercial. us because I've earned it at this point. But, um, yeah, so that was, I was mortified. Mm. Um, and Claire goes, ooh, it's buzzing. No. And she does. <laughs> Uh, and she's like rubbing it on her stuffed animal I'm like oh god and oh my so, god did anyone say anything I mean they were really really polite um, I got a couple eye rolls and I got a couple like giggles and I was like oh, alright um, like moving on yeah and I mean it was like a one minute incident but that one minute was oh, the longest like minute of my life an and the fact that I didn't actually turn off the camera when I thought the camera was off I know it was, it was great so I mean it's a little bit of a whine but a little bit. Well, because we don't want people, like, and just that whole, like, just your parenting and, like, you're trying to have a professional meeting. Yeah. All that is a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was like, now I can laugh at it, and it was funny. But in that moment, I was like, what is happening? Oh, my God. Um, and you, you can't even... do so many things when you guys are on trying to do meetings, too. Yeah. But, I mean, that tops the, the, the things that have happened. Like, since yeah. quarantine started... Um... <laughs> I feel like every podcast I'm talking about Claire vomiting, but she got the stomach flu the very first day of quarantine, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, straight-up stomach bug, and I was holding a bowl for her to puke in while I was on a call because it was – I had to have the meeting. Yeah. Um, So thank God for mute. Um, There's been a lot of weird things that have happened during meetings so far. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, (laughs) being eaten alive by bugs, child playing with questionable things while on camera for work. We're really crushing it. We're doing great this week. (laughs) Okay, so um, moving on from our fun wines from today, um, we want to get into our more serious topic. I don't know why I always have to say it that way. We're getting real serious. 
I'm real serious here. Um, so what I would like to talk about today is the overgendering of our children that tends to happen in our culture. Like I, it's a lot. Yeah. Like when you had a son is when you sort of pointed out all of the things that popped up as like big red flags as it relates to that topic. Yeah, because I feel like I noticed it a little bit with my daughter um, to a certain extent. But since I've had a son, I feel like it's just amplified by like tenfold because people have such strong expectations of what a little boy should like, what they should wear, how they should act, the things that are tolerable because it's a boy versus if it's a girl, like the whole like boys will be boys mentality yeah. is just infuriating to me. Yeah, I hate that. It's like, it's not like that's such a problem for how we're raising our children and our culture. Like it's not okay. It's not, it's not an okay way to be like they should be just as responsible for their behavior as girls should. And also they shouldn't, it, it shouldn't be this expectation that, like, there's only certain things that boys can like or are allowed to do, um, and that, like, this, we're kind of teaching this, like, being sensitive or liking, quote-unquote, girl things is not okay, so I've just, like, I've yeah. really noticed it just, like, in either the parenting advice I've been given or, like, just comments that people make about the way that we're doing things in our house, um, so I just kind of wanted to talk about that today, um, and I know I kind of bring it to your attention a lot, but I guess before I dive into all my um, soapbox uh, theories on all this. Yeah. Um, like, where where are you at on this topic? Like, how how much do you like notice it in your life? Because you have your daughter. Yeah. So you haven't had the boy get brought into the scenario yet, um, which was like I said, the kind of jarring moment for me. Yeah. Of noticing it. Well, and I think too, you know, it what sticks out to me is that um, you know we're in a time that is so progressive, and everyone's mm-hmm. talking about what's you know really like thinking outside of the box and not making assumptions about people based on stereotypes and those mm-hmm. sorts of things. So the fact that we're like overgendering little children, mm-hmm. um, and like when you kind of brought that to me, it kind of reminded me of like a couple instances I had with Claire, where like when she was before she was even born, I was pregnant mm-hmm. with her, and uh, we had just painted our guest room like dark gray mm-hmm. and then we found out okay this is now going to be a nursery yeah um surprise and I thought well what if we just kept the nursery gray and made it like a twinkle twinkle little star nursery and somebody in my family said to me you cannot have a gray dungeon for a baby girl it has to be something bright and pink and beautiful dungeon right and also I love gray you know all the yes. rooms in all of my houses are always painted gray usually mm-hmm. um or some form of that um and I remember just thinking, like, okay, this is, like, an initial assumption. This baby isn't even here yet. Um, and it was something that this person felt really, really strongly about. Yeah. And I then, remember you talking about that a little bit. It's that assumption of, like, we're going to know what they like just because they're a girl or because they're a boy. Right. Or that it's one or the other is not okay. Yeah. Um, or you, if you're not going to go the girl route, you have to go neutral. You can't go something that would be perceived as masculine. Like, right. if, like she was... You know, when I brought up the conversation where it was like, well, what if I, you know, how is that any different than doing, like, yellow or green? Mm-hmm. Um, which would be perfectly appropriate yeah. in her mind. And she was like, well, that's neutral. Well, but okay. So just so because... why is gray a boy color? Right, is gray a boy color? And that was the answer. It was like, gray is more masculine. So I think it's just... That was, like, my first instance of it. And then when Claire was born, we got a lot of clothes that were like, daddy's little girl and boys better watch out for my dad. And it's like, okay. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I remember thinking to myself, okay, A, my daughter is not an object that somebody can have or get. B, my husband is not going to be violent to somebody who is interested in my daughter. (laughs) I mean, we're going to teach our daughter. See, she'll have her own Mm -hmm. self-worth. That's just a crazy thing. And who's to say she's even going to be interested in boys? Thank you. That's what I was going to say, too. (laughs) It's that assumption that, okay, she's not only going to grow up and be interested in boys. Yeah. That it's going to be that your husband has to, like, fight them off because we're raising our boys to be these, like, masculine, aggressive and girls are like a sexual men, object to men. Rather than rewinding it and being like, no, let's just treat them as humans mm-hmm. instead of there's this set of behaviors that you should have because you're a girl or because you're a boy. Now, you guys found out that she was a girl before she was born. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about the whole like gender reveal situation that happens before babies are born? Yeah, we, I mean, we had a unique situation because, again, I found out I was pregnant a little bit later uh-huh. in the game. Um, and we happened to be with family around a holiday time and we decided that we would just kind of like let everyone take a guess and Mm -hmm. then we would open the envelope um i think that the gender reveal pink or blue or like Mm -hmm. what is this or what is that it can get a little dicey because then you you're already tying into the things that we are kind of 
bucking back against right yeah. now. And um, so I'm not a huge fan of the gender. Of, I mean, I think it's kind of a fun guessing game for a family to, yeah. you know, think about that. But it always has to have some other side of the coin when you're having yeah. those gender reveals, which gets a little weird to me. And then there's also people just like causing wildfires because they're well, yeah, blowing they, shit up. Which it is... becomes so extreme, like the things that people feel they need to do or that people are disappointed when it's one gender or another or whatever. Um, we were surprised with both of our kids and kind of the oh, reason I didn't I realize asked. you were surprised with Aria too. Yeah. Wow. That's some self-determination to be. I we I always said I was going to wait. And then uh-huh. the second we had the envelope, we were like, we have to open this immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, why did you, what was it about it that you needed to know? ahead of time really it was more ryan than me so i always thought like oh we would wait we would wait if we ever like had a baby and then um and ryan had always said the same and then as soon as i told him i was pregnant and you know we got the information he was like i need to know like he would he really was hoping for a girl Mm -hmm. he felt like he would be a better dad to a girl like he felt like his skill set was better somehow i mean we totally would have been happy either way yeah and that should go without saying but he was really nervous about parenting a boy because he came from one of three boys and it was like Mm. a really big handful and his mom basically was a single mom a lot of the time raising their parents raising them um so it was more him like feeling anxious and like let's know now yeah (laughs) so that's what kind of led us to that right well because i mean like it or not there are just because of how our culture is set up yeah considerations on if you're having a girl or a boy it does kind of feel like it changes things a little bit but we were surprised for both of ours and people had like a big issue with it like people had a lot of opinions about it did it make um, it harder like did it make it easier for you to enter into parenting without a gender assumption that way i i don't know or a gender role assumption i should say point. that's a good question i don't know i just um i think that i just was never going to paint a room pink or blue based on yeah what the kid what gender the child was and i didn't really want to have just very specific clothing either way. Like, I'm mm-hmm. looking at the clothing in the stores, and either it's all, like, pink and bows and princesses, or it's the blues and grays for the boys, like you were saying. And then, like, the gender-neutral stuff had, like, frogs and ducks and, like, all this stuff. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is, like, okay, this is good. And so just kind of, I was fine with that, but I know a lot of people had very strong opinions on, like, wanting to buy the very specific gendered outfits, which yeah. they did once they were born. And, like, don't get me wrong, I dress my daughter up in dresses and, like, everything else, because, like, sure. And put the little bows in her hair and stuff because, and like fast forward, like she only exclusively wears dresses now, despite when I try to get her to wear shorts and a t-shirt, if we're like going to be climbing trees or but something. That's because it brings her joy but and not because you're, you're saying you should wear this. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's hard because I feel like it's, there are things that we do that we feel like, okay, this is the way we should dress a girl or should dress a boy, but it, um, yeah. trying to be like, find a little bit more of a neutral ground for it, but yeah, I had people that were really just like, upset that I wouldn't, that I didn't know the gender because that didn't work for them when they were having a baby. And I just kind of looked at it as, well, like, it's a fun surprise on the day of, like, I'm nervous about having a, hum- birthing a human and, like, at least that'll be, like, a fun surprise. And, like, we got to talk about our names, you know, either mm-hmm. way and everything like that. But I just think it gets taken to such a next level in yeah. our culture lately. And that's kind of where I feel like, okay, it becomes a little bit of an issue. Like, I know with Claire, some of the gifts that she got tried to put her into this female um, role. So, like, she, I remember her first birthday and she got tons of princess gifts and princess whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was one thing that I was really adamant about when I found out I was having a little girl is that I didn't want her to feel like she had to be a princess or, like, aspire to be a princess. And so, you know, I... I remember hearing Rachel Hollis say that she did like a mantra with her daughter every single day. And so then I started doing one with my daughter that was very similar. And she, every day we talk about how she's brave and she's strong Mm -hmm. and she's kind uh, to everybody. And she's Mm -hmm. friends with anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And none of the mantra like refers to like her physical beauty or anything that's princess like, but when she receives compliments, Mm -hmm. it's always like, Oh, she's so beautiful. And she's so, which sure my daughter is beautiful, but she's Mm -hmm. also smart. And she's also, yes funny and and you know i i want claire to feel empowered and and feel like she is beautiful but Mm -hmm. i also want her to feel like her self-worth is not tied up in that and so i noticed a lot of the gifts were like princess stuff and Mm -hmm. a lot of the princess messaging is a lot of the like main um like adversity princesses face Mm -hmm. is like related to not having a prince or Mm -hmm. having being oppressed because she's female and Mm -hmm. like that to me was a little bit like 
I don't, it's not my yeah. my like jam. So yeah, um, you know, I tried to just be careful about those things. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things like it's 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 around you no matter how much you try to fight it. But we were just talking about this today how we all like all of us, me, you, and our husbands were saying that we yeah. like the movie Moana because right. it's not about like she's not trying. I mean, sure, like Maui has to help her or whatever, but like it's not about her like finding her prince. It's about her getting mm-hmm. across the ocean. Using her grandmother, who is her, like, female role model, which we can both heavily relate to with our grandmothers. We're both so close. We were both so So close close with our grandmothers. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it gets me still every time I watch it when, like, her spirit comes back to her. And I'm like, that's how I feel when I'm, like, going through hard moments. You, like, imagine their spirit there um, helping you through it. But it was about her journey and that she was determined. And even when, spoiler alert, let's assume we've all seen Moana. But, like, when Maui, like, leaves, she... She's like, no, I'm still going to keep going. And she, like, perseveres. So it's such a better role model than some of the princesses of past, I guess. But, I mean, they they refer to her as, like, a chief, like, the chief's daughter who will become the chief. Like, it's not, like, this this role that is, I mean, the definition of a princess is, like, the daughter of a king. And it's it's a a weird, time kind of thing that is you know, sort of tied into the gender issues to start Mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas, like, that's a whole different role model yeah which I'm all about (laughs) yeah and I think too like we I mean okay to our like to the flip side of this both our daughters do still like the princesses I feel like my daughter lives in a tutu and loves to they do like all the frilly girly stuff but yeah it's a balance right like it's too much I feel like there's too much in like these separate camps of this is what girls can do this is what boys can do and I feel like we're very much striving to be like, okay, yeah, all the frilly and here's all the things, yeah, and things are great, and here's all the other things you can do too. And like, my daughter was literally climbing the tree in our backyard in her super <laughs> tool poofy dress the other day, and I was like, yes, you yeah. can do all of the things. It doesn't have to be like, oh, don't get your dress dirty. Like, there's a washing machine, it's fine. Um, so yeah, I noticed it a lot with her, and it's interesting how much you've learned it, noticed it with your daughter as well. Um, and I just think. I don't know. It's more, like I said, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I, I know, too, a lot of people get uncomfortable when we are comfortable with those things. Like, for instance, your son loves Minnie. And he does love Minnie. That's been a big thing that people have commented on. Yes. Um, and I've witnessed people commented on it, birthday parties and different things. And, um, you know, and, and you've shared comments that you've received. And that, to me, is... Yeah. It, to, first of all, it's silly, I think, <laughs> personally. Um, you know, and everyone has their own beliefs, but to make him... I can't imagine anybody telling him that he is silly for liking Minnie. So they're right. putting that on you as a parent, which from a motherhood perspective is a whole nother weight for you and to like, carry why? unnecessarily. Why? And I think that's my whole point of kind of the issue that I'm feeling with how strong our culture feels about what each gender should be because we're stifling our children's personalities because we're not right. letting them like the things that they want to like because it's a girl thing that he right. shouldn't like it because it's a girl thing. And why is that so bad? Right. Like, why can't he not like a girl thing? Quote unquote girl thing. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's because he likes the mini and specifically he likes the pink mini. Mm-hmm. And you pointed out to me, like, maybe it is the mini that he likes. Maybe it's that his sister wears pink all the time and he loves her. Right. Maybe it's, it's that like, there's just things about it that make it feel good for him and, and your end point was like, what does it matter? Right. But like, there's there's multiple reasons that he might like it. But I've heard um, he'll be like, now that it's pandemic time, on Facetime with somebody, and he'll be snuggling Minnie, and their comment will like watch him. They'll be like, what does he think about Mickey? Like, okay, <laughs> he knows the other he mouse exists. that doesn't have a bow in his hair. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, what is what does it matter? And just kind of seeing that like discomfort, it just kind of hurts my heart because it's like he's like you're you're not seeing the super happy face that, that right. he has on right now. And it, it just makes me sad because, like, why would you even right just live in the moment and appreciate that they're that they're feeling happy about that thing? He also likes they both play dress up and they both wear capes and run around. They mm-hmm. both wear dresses and run around because it, they just they're dressing up and they're imagining. And it's like, okay, if she does it, oh, that's so cute. And then if he does it, the comments are like, oh. He's going to grow up confused. Like, no, he's going to grow up however he's going to grow up anyways. Right. Like, this is not... Well, and 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 I'm not putting it on him and, like, forcing him. He walks over to me and goes, here, put this on me. Right. And then I put it on him. And experience is joy in these activities, so why would you stifle that? Like, you shouldn't uh, shrink your children to fit into somebody else's box. And, like... Right. uh, And the other part that, like, is really troublesome about that to me is that, like, 
okay, what happens when he's 13? And it's not many, but it's that he wants to paint his nails or he wants Mm -hmm. to um, wear a pink shirt or whatever. Like, are those same people going to make him feel judged? And then that's like a call that you have to make as an adult in their life when they're going through adolescence and feeling they're deciding what parts of them they share with the world and Mm -hmm. what parts of them they're trying to hide. And that's a really dangerous thing, right? We know that, you know, um, teen, like suicide and all of those things are up and it's like, it's a lot of weight for a mom and a parent, you know, parents to carry when people are projecting their uh, discomforts on your children. Right. And it's, it's that external validation that you're seeking. Like I should be this way because other people think I should be this way, even though I don't want to be that way. I want to like this thing or that thing. Yeah. Um, and and one of the comments I received one time was, oh, well, when I asked, when I like followed up about why liking mini, I don't know if it's the mini thing or whatever it was, is a problem. It's like, oh, well, I don't want someone to like make him feel bad about that someday. And I'm like, well, you're making me feel bad about that. And also like my, my honest response was like, okay, well, then that's not a person that he's going to want to have in his life then, is it? Right. Because, right. Because the people should value him for him just right. the way he is. And yeah. I think that's kind of probably what it comes down to at its core for me is like it's so important for us to teach our kids and it's so heart-wrenching because we can't control what they're going to see and experience out in the world but we have to do our best to let them be their authentic selves yeah in our homes which is like in this year that we're in right now like I it's crazy because we're, we're only in our home so it's like okay express yourself yeah you, you be you but then you also know they're going to go out and experience these types of people in the world so then it's like okay well let's make sure we're teaching them it doesn't matter. You're still you and you still value that internally. You don't need that external validation from people for the thing that you like to also be okay. Well, and I think too, we talk a lot about being authentic and like how it's important for us. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of really come to a place in adulthood where being authentic is something that was hard for us to really accomplish because Mm -hmm. we were always trying to make sure we were checking all the boxes for other people, Mm -hmm. like, like family and making sure we grew up in a, generation where like it was like you did what your parents said and like Mm -hmm. they didn't have the same information that we have like and um I actually had a win with my dad the other day which my dad for context is the grumpiest human on the face of the planet like and I say this to him he just he is he agrees with me that that's oh he knows he's he's content and he's grumpy (laughs) I call him Jeffrey so if you hear me call him by his first name it's because he's so serious all of the time that it just it suits him better than like dad (laughs) it does it does seem to fit better like I've yeah, I've heard you call him dad, and I've heard you call him Jeffrey, and I'm like, it, it just, just it's yeah. better. And, I mean, he um, he comes from, like, a military background, and he um, he was in the Navy. His dad was in the Navy. Our whole, like, a lot of the men in our family, we have two Navy SEALs. Um, my, my, two of my cousins are Navy SEALs, and it was sort of a joke growing up that, like, I was going to be, like, the disappointment because I wasn't going to go into the Navy, like, because mm-hmm. I was one of the only, you know, female things. And But the Navy just wasn't my jam. But I will say... You know, we were FaceTiming the other day with Claire and my mom and my dad, and and Claire was playing with a submarine toy, and my dad was talking to her about the Navy, and he's like, Claire's going to grow up and be an admiral in the Navy. And, like, the fact that, like, he didn't make it, like, oh, women can't go into the military. Um, like, That's he was, like, one. he sees her as, like, and he'll make comments, like, she could be the president. Like, her name sounds very presidential, like, joking Aww. around. But my dad has historically been a pretty... um set in his ways kind of person. Yes. And he, um, a lot of his stereotypical norms are things that mm-hmm. I disagree on. And we've kind of gone toe to toe, um, within the past or toe to, we've gone toe to toe about in the past. Um, but like hearing him feel like it was totally something yeah. that could be like, it wasn't just, he wasn't just, he wasn't saying, just saying that. It. Um, and so that, to me, like, it was a, a gender win because it's, that like, here she win. is. She He doesn't think of her as, like, his little princess. It's, like, yeah. oh, here's my granddaughter, and she can accomplish whatever she wants right. to. And so I do feel like that me. generational gap is, like, perhaps helping some of those, like, older yeah. generations that may have felt that way uh, or generations of past, I guess, that it's kind of these stereotypes built up. Yeah, it's, like, they see their grandchildren, and then it's it kind of fits in with some of the stuff they're maybe seeing on TV about how mm-hmm. we need to be more inclusive and whatnot. Yeah. And then it kind of, kind of gels a little bit more and hopefully has some of those intergenerational moments. Yeah. And he talks a lot about that too. When, like, uh, when I talk about my career with him, mm-hmm. um, because I think he, I remember when I was younger, he wanted to make sure he was like, Oh, I don't want you to go into sales and feel the pressure of sales. Like he still felt like mm-hmm. I was this little girl that like he needed to like protect from the world and had mm-hmm. this gender thing in mind. And then now it's like, I'm sitting in the same meetings as men and, mm-hmm. and, um, 
you know, I'm talking to him about investing and doing all of these things that, like, he did as an adult male my age. So yeah, it shouldn't be any different that I'm, yeah. you know, like a woman. And um, I think he's that's really broken down a lot of barriers that he that's had awesome. w- related to gender. And he's always, I can see sometimes he's surprised mm-hmm. and sometimes he's really excited by it. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting to see how families have it so ingrained in them that, mm-hmm. like, there's this view of what they want for their family and how that looks. And yeah. We stir the pot a little bit, I think. Yeah, we do. We do for sure. And I, and I think that's good that we're kind of just challenging, like, with our own generation. Like, I feel like we talk about that a lot of, like, things that we're doing that are kind of going against the expectations, whether it was gender expectations or whatever the case may be, just to kind of try to break some of those cycles and be your own human. But it, it does. It passes on to the kids. And that's so important for them to not only see their parents being supportive of just exactly who they are, but, like, their grandparents as well. And I think kind of like a recap of all of this as we're talking. I think kind of what we're saying as well is that the overgendering gets in the way of our tiny humans, boy, girl, non-binary. Yeah. That they they should be themselves. <laughs> like that's it gets in the way of allowing them to be themselves. That girls And that's enough. Right. For them to just be themselves. They should just be themselves. And and, and it's like it takes away from that like curiosity of just like getting to know your tiny human. And just everything that makes them them. And I think create some of those problems down the line, too. If you're, like, really trying to put them into this little box and that's not the box that fits later on. Right. It makes it, it kind of makes things not line up. Um, Which I am not saying that we are doing this perfectly at all because we are just winging it as we, we are go. We all winging it. Trying to do the best that we can. <laughs> but, like, here, like, it's more, I think our podcast is more pointing out, like, here's these issues that we see that we're trying to tackle. And we hope that other people are recognizing them as well and trying to yeah. model them as best as they can. But... I mean, like, I think there's certain there's certain things that we expect our girls to be, like, sensitive and caring and helpers and nurturers, and we expect our boys to be tough and um, have the big career, or, like, whatever it is yeah. that we assign to them, but they both should be all those things. <laughs> like, What are your thoughts on that? They all the... should be sensitive. They both should be tough and brave yeah. and strong and caring and helpers and just all of it. Everybody is responsible for their actions and all of the yeah, things. Yeah, and we'd be a lot better off if we expected the same thing out of everybody. So what are your thoughts on the boys will be boys? I can't even. <laughs> like, I what do you can't. think that means when somebody says that to you and they say, like, you have a son and I can't really speak to it's it in that way. It's very permissive of, like, okay, I see this boy doing this thing that's inappropriate mm-hmm. and it's very, like, uh, well, boys will be boys. Like, no. Like, right. What does that even mean? And I've seen it, I've seen it, like, if a boy is on the playground he's being really rough or not being right. kind to somebody else or um getting really dirty getting really dirty or like whatever it is mm-hmm. and like that is like a like why are you seeing boys will be boys to him getting dirty because all children can and should yeah be getting themselves dirty on the playground yeah. because again there's bathtubs and washing machines like it's great and they have sensory needs <laughs> like, like, <laughs> but then i've i've seen it more in just like the the boy is doing something that's a little bit unkind and it's like, oh, well, you know, that's just boys. Like, that's just what they do. And it's like, well, wait, what? Like, no, yeah, no should, boys should be should gentlemen. Be helping <laughs> them to, you should help them be gentle just like you're help, trying to, like, help encourage your girls to be. So I've, I've seen it more as, like, a permissive allowing of behavior that is not treating other humans kind. And I really don't like that because it, it, shorts, it sells our boys short. Like, they, right. they shouldn't. Like, why are we, why are we, like, not only allowing them, but, like, sort of empowering them right. to behave a way that's not treating other people kindly? Because that's not what I would do for either one of my children. Right. And I think, too, sometimes, uh, you know, we've we've both read books, like, the Glennon Doyle book, the Untamed book, where <sighs> that's Glennon an Doyle. awesome book. If you, if anyone's listening and is looking for a really good read about um, just empowering yourself and your kids, I think that's a really neat read. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that book, she speaks about how, you know, A... If she, you know, if you have to disappoint somebody, disappoint others, not yourself. Not yourself yes. And that's something that we really like value with our kids. But mm-hmm. also, um, she talked about like a role her son had when it came to like sports and things. And she mm-hmm. was really um, allowing him to do less of the chores and less of the things yeah. because he was involved in sports. And that's something that I think it, it, we could easily overlook because there is mm-hmm. so many societal norms. So I think and that in her antidote, she realized all of a sudden, like, why am I allowing you to not do these things because of the sports? Like you should be learning to do the things and the sports. Right. Right. Because she said, I think, I mean, I might be misquoting her, but I believe when she talked about her daughter, she didn't have the same yeah. expectations because her daughter was 
growing up, I guess, seeing that yeah, the women still got it all done. So, And it was interesting because it was, like, about house chores, yeah, which are, you know, traditionally um, thought to be, a, like, a female gender mm-hmm. role. And, and it's so interesting now in pandemic thinking about the different roles because mm-hmm. I, I think so many women are probably – the women that are working are now feeling like they still have to do – a lot of the housework and a lot of mm-hmm. the work and it's it's just such a strange thing and it's like if you empower your kids to you know take on whatever the role that is best mm-hmm. for them and their mental health and those kinds of things that it empowers them to be a really unique human yeah I agree I know when I met Ryan I had dated very specific types of guys in the past I loved a good bad boy I, I was, was... Say the scary type yeah <laughs> I mean I just uh Oh God! And our our high school, I don't know. That's a whole nother can of worms. But yeah, let's. Um, but like, I remember, I got to a point in my life where I was like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, just date the person that would be good for me as mm-hmm. I'm improving myself. Mm-hmm. And I went on my first date with Ryan, and he was so confident and so just himself, mm-hmm. and um, did not care whether it was cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was just himself, and you know him and how yeah. he is. And our second date, he, he was wearing a purple shirt. But I remember thinking, like, and he just so confidently wore this purple shirt. And then, like, two more dates later, he had, like, a pink button-up on. And mm-hmm. it was, like, and I just hadn't, it had been a long time. And now, of course, that's, like, widely accepted and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you get into adulthood and those kinds of things, it becomes more mm-hmm. um, normal. But I just remember feeling like he so confidently was himself and mm-hmm. he's so confidently sensitive like mm-hmm. he will cry at the same movie that I cry at and yeah. he but he is a well, manly man cousin. like he's just very content being himself yeah and I think that's he something he doesn't have anxiety it, and if you know his brothers too like his younger brother is the most himself person mm-hmm. I mean he is um just wildly um I don't even know how to describe it he just is who he is he's mm-hmm. the most unique human I've ever yeah. met and uh, the fact that they both felt that way led me to believe that like they were raised in a way that's like hey you be you and it's so freeing to be mm-hmm. able to be that way yeah and I think it's really good for both of their relationships because uh-huh. like Ryan is 100% himself and solid in who he is mm-hmm. and so I never am like what's going on with you because mm-hmm. he just is who he is yeah and it's really refreshing and so like the idea that you're raising a son who will be confident and he'll show up in the pink shirt and be like hey this is really awesome also leads me to believe that he will be in touch with the feminine side of things so that he understands what's going on. It's right. not it's not about him being a, a girl. It's about Yeah, you it's know? about being a well rounded human being. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we're missing out on is making well rounded human beings that then like later in life have to go figure out the other sides of themselves. Because like it yeah. or not, we all have all those sides and facets of ourselves. But if you're a girl and you're being assertive, you're labeled as being bossy. Bossy or a like, bitch. Yes. Or but then if you're a boy and you're being that way, then it's totally fine. But it's just it's yeah. it's relabeling it for them and just learning that all we all have all of those traits. And like in the example of your husband when you're talking about him, it's interesting because he's so he is so content in being himself and he's like says what he means and mm-hmm. he doesn't like skirt around the truth or something if it's like something that's an awkward subject, which yeah. is something I'm not good at. But he doesn't do it in like like a mean or like a it doesn't make you feel bad ever when you're talking right. to him. You're just it's just you're you're comfortable. He feels content in being who he is. So he's figured out how to be who he is, be assertive, but also be sensitive at the same time. And that's just a more well rounded way to be to have all of them kind of all of those characteristics communicating with each other rather than just fostering certain ones of them. Right. And how refreshing for whoever our kids future partner will be if they feel that way. Yeah. I know in my marriage it's so refreshing because I don't feel like I have to play this role that is the equal opposite like mm-hmm. it, because he doesn't like check one box so I have to check the other it's yeah. just that we are two whole humans and we yeah. coexist together really well and yeah. I think in teaching our kids to do that it will be more uh, it will lead them to finding a more healthy way to pick partners in life or pick who yeah. they choose to spend time with in their life yeah, and like friendships in general and yeah and we've talked about that too I think mean, that's probably a whole separate topic but just learning that it's okay to decide that people that are not helpful in your life are okay to not have in your life or you know, just initially choosing people that are, you know, better suited to be in your life and um, bring out the better sides of you and support the better sides of you than the ones that bring out your anxieties and whatnot. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's a very broad topic. If that's something that you've worried about in your own life as well, hopefully this gives you some stuff to think about and that, you know, we're all just trying to fight the good fight and raise some good humans that are going to go out there and be kind and 
Yeah, let your kids be their authentic self. Rock the mini shirt or, you know, wear the sparkly shoes or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, let your little girl get dirty. Just try it out. See just, what happens. I know, just and nothing yet. What's going to happen is that they're going to be happy <laughs> because they're going to yeah. do the thing that makes them their authentic selves and that's so important in life. Yeah, I think I you did a really nice job of bringing this up because I think it's such a good reminder to look at our kids and find the thing that brings them joy and builds their character versus putting them in a situation where they're choosing what they think will make us happy. Yeah. So I think that's a really nice way yeah. to kind of button that up. Yeah. <laughs> Have them be themselves and just be curious. Yeah. It's a See good what happens. You. Watch them unfold. <laughs> it's great. Um, so dun, dun, transitioning dun. from that. <laughs> crazy check. Time for a crazy check. So I... <laughs> <laughs> just like the intro to the crazy check is way too You're excited. getting more intense. You're welcome. Crazy check. <laughs> um, we get stressed out about them. I feel like... Um, I'm just going to put like air sirens or what are the I air I feel like horns? we should have like a warning sign because you never know what's going to come. It's going to be kind of a funny crazy check. Or it's a mixed it bag. Be, it could be really serious. Sometimes we have really serious ones. Um, I feel like we've been on a funny kick lately with our crazy checks though. Or like semi-funny. Like we, we still check in. Yeah. But um, Crazy uh, checks are really indicative of how our lives are going. So They are. We'll, we'll warn are. you if it's, they're like, to grab tissues or... Like, or... I know. Um, so, how do you feel about karma? Ooh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like when I was younger, I had, like, a really strong opinion that, like, oh, karma's coming for you, blah, blah, blah. And I, I now am more of, like, the school of thought that, like, you sort of get the things in your life that you're putting out in life, more, uh-huh. like, less, like... Oh, you're in your next life. You're gonna be tortured yeah. because you were really mean to this but person. Like, <laughs> Any more words? I so think. it's not. So karma is not like an immediate concern for you. I mean, I joke. <laughs> She's finding random things. There's like a pole. On the oh, pole. is that your straw? Oh, it's my straw. <laughs> there's there's this random pole that's next to it's my the glass straw that I just that is hollow and used okay. for transferring beverages from one place to another. Usually metal, but we're helping the environment. Yeah. So um. I do joke that karma for me is immediate. Like, if I make fun of you for tripping, in the next two seconds, You're I'll be on my ass. Like, on my ass. I mean, we, it just happened to me the other day with Ryan, so immediately. It does happen pretty immediately with you. I, I, I wouldn't vouch for that. Well, the reason I ask is because my crazy check of the other day was that we had, um, so we had a Costco order delivered. My dog has medication that is literally either $20 if you get it from Costco or $400 if I go through the Walgreens drive-thru. So like... Healthcare's weird. It's super weird. Well, and it's for my dog. So it's Dog not healthcare's even, weird. It's not even on his health insurance. It's just, oh, hey, here's this thing that's 17 times more expensive right. if you go through this one pharmacy. So... But Costco's great, and they have a great um, price on it, but we're not going into Costco right now, so we've been utilizing Instacart for it. So I had it delivered the other day, and because of your hacks that you kind of shared with me, I don't, I can't, the way that I have to order it, because it links me to it from his text message from his uh, prescription, I can't do it in the Instacart app, so I can't leave the notes for them. But I did start leaving. What they have to do is they have to scan your license just because it's a medication to make sure that it's being delivered to the right Mm -hmm. human. And Um, just to clarify, our goal is to, like, not come in contact with any humans. Any humans ever. Like We're trying to be really responsible with the pandemic, and we're scared. (laughs) Well, yeah, we're scared, and we don't want it to be part of our life. But also, like, I feel like the person coming to the door is probably pretty happy also if they don't have to interact closely with another human. 100%. I would love to never interact with a human. Um, and I understand and I'm so, always so appreciative that they went to the store and got me this medication for me so that I didn't have to go in as well. So since you kind of said the notes that you leave in the Instagram or Instagram, the Instacart <laughs> app, I have since since I know they need to scan my license, I tape my license to the door and then I leave a note thanking them profusely for bringing the medication to my home because I'm truthfully so grateful for them going in the store and getting it and bringing it to me and then just letting them know I don't have any questions on it and if they need to knock Right. I'm here, I'll open the door, and we can socially distance. You can see that I'm here, because they don't need me to sign anything. But the girl that delivered it the other day, she called. I saw her pull up, and she kind of pulled up at the house next to mine, and there was some disconnect between how it links with the medication and the app or something, mm-hmm. because she's, she calls me. Luckily, she saw my phone number on there. She's like, I don't... It says... It says two different numbers, so I'm not quite sure if I'm in front of the right house. And I was like, yeah, you're... Um, I was like, yeah, yeah, I see you out there, um... But then I go, just so you know, I meant to say we have respiratory issues because your daughter mm. in like our little bubble. We have respiratory issues. So we're just trying to do no contact, which why I feel I have to validate 
I don't know. I could just say there's a pandemic going on, so oh, we yeah. want to do no contact. But for some reason, in my mind, because AM nobody talk, else is doing, nobody's this? taking it seriously in our state. It's really, really hard. We live in Arizona, so the cases are really bad every really day. Bad. And we're just trying to do our part, really. We're trying to do our part. So I, instead of just being like, hey, we're trying to do no contact, I, like, panic because, again, I have this person on the phone that I didn't expect to have on the phone because I thought the address would work out. So I'm like, Ugh. The problems of an introvert. Like, introvert, this is something that we do. Introvert. <laughs> so I said, what I said, I meant to say we have respiratory issues in our family, bubble, whatever. And so we're just trying to do no contact. But I said we have immuno issues in our bubble. <laughs> and I'm like, as soon as I hung up, I was like, God, that was a crappy thing to say. I didn't even mean to say it. But I didn't want to, like, lie to, like, that extent. Like, you know, I don't want to lie. I don't want to be more dramatic than I need to be in this story that this person said, doesn't care about. She doesn't care about it at all. Because she was just like, yeah, great, no problem. Like, she did not care at all. She was like, I'm just trying to make, she's like, I don't, she's like, yeah, no problem. I'm just, I just want to make sure I'm leaving this at the right house. <laughs> Like, which if she had exited her car, she would have seen my note and stuff, but she was parked outside. This is just but indicative I, of how thoughtful you are as a human. I said like, this. Thinking I was like, through this oh. at a minute's notice. And then she left, and I was like, she, like, hung up the phone, and I was like, oh, that's not what I meant to say. Like, that's crap, because some people <laughs> actually have immuno issues. That's not what I meant to say. I meant to say respiratory because of your daughter. And either way, I didn't need to have didn't need to clarify it. So this results in me, like, this is how I deal with my, my fear of karma. I was texting my husband. And I was like, because I hadn't started making lunch yet, because I usually make the lunch for, like, everyone in the family, because his meetings always go through lunch, because Mm -hmm. he works in a job that is completely remote, so there's people all over the world, so the time zones just never work out that he actually gets to take lunch. Yeah. Um, So I was, like, texting him. I was like, hey, you know, the Costco order's here, the dog's barking, like, hang on. And so then then I have this conversation with her, and then I text him again, and I was like, I just told her that we have immuno issues in our house (laughs) instead of respiratory issues, so... What do you want for your last lunch? Your last, your last meal. <laughs> Wait, so you, like, so let me get this straight. So you're feeling bad karma. that you said the wrong thing. <laughs> so you assumed the karma was immediately coming for you, and so you projected that on your husband, like not you, or like you know, not the person who misspoke. Like well, you decided, like meal, your so. husband was the weakest link. <laughs> So, like, what do you want for your last meal? Because <laughs> the karma, because karma's coming for us. And he's like, he just sends me a meme that's like, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> and I'm just like dying laughing because I was like, I can't be the only person that's just like. So, were you like contemplating calling her back and apologizing and then clarifying? Well, no. Okay. No. I thought that was your crazy well, check. No. I mean, maybe. If I could have, maybe. She's now thinking about it. I can see her face. You can't see it listening at home, but she is like, oh, right, that was could have been an option was that the case she just made. I mean, it could have been. And I was like, in the moment, I was like, oh, I can't answer the door and tell her like, hey, sorry. Like, I just made you feel like extra. But like, literally, the, the funniest part about it is that like, she was so nonchalant on the phone that I don't even think she cared what I said. No, because she, she doesn't like, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just wants to get I just want to drop this off at your house. But I texted my husband and told him it was going to be his last meal because Carmen was going to get us. So let me under- let me understand your understanding of karma i don't know know. (laughs) it's bad karma's bad uh i don't even have that deep feelings about karma anyways wait but so in that moment i was just like i don't know i just felt bad because i was like other people have like hardships that do fall into that category and i shouldn't have said that so then you thought because you said it that it would then happen yes but not to you (laughs) to dan just like our like i said i said this issue was in our family so, but like, Dan oh, got God. the last meal text. So, <laughs> again, he was the weakest link. Like, I mean, <laughs> probably. I mean, probably. your kids are too cute to off at like do. Oh my karma. God! I wasn't even thinking about them. Well, I'm just saying you have a family unit, and then our bubble, which is also I know, so like I know I almost texted you, but I was making lunch, so I was like, so it was only funny karma for Dan. <laughs> oh, no. I almost texted you like legit crazy check. Am I a horrible, horrible person for just having said this? Because I didn't mean to because of anxiety. So I didn't mean to say it this way. I really didn't. I really didn't. It just came out that way. Well, but, and then um, I would have felt worse if I like intentionally said it, but it just, I said the wrong word. But and, can you imagine lying about your like. No, because that would be that's horrible. That would be horrible. So yeah. I didn't, but I, but I felt like the horribleness of it just because I misspoke. <laughs> and then I, I decided to not crazy check you because I was like, no, like you just misspoke. But I also felt the need to. I would have. I um, felt the need to funny crazy check my husband. I would have made fun of you for like multiple days in a row <laughs> because like. I, if you had crazy checked me, I would have sent you lots and lots of memes about yeah. like 
us all slowly dying or something. Thanks, I friend. Know. I appreciate welcome. the support. Well, because I, because of all the things, I thought you were going to say, like, I was really rude to this person by accident because I was having a bad day. Like, and so I'm worried that karma's coming to get me. But, like, that's not how karma... I, I did yell at an old lady in Costco one time because I was having a bad day. <laughs> okay. But she was being Wait, really like, mean. Okay, I'm picturing, like, the old sample lady. Like, no. <laughs> no, she, um... <laughs> it's like a new drinking game. How many times no. does Caroline's daughter puke in an episode? How many times do we talk no, about Costco? Because, like, I had both of my kids, and it was very, very, very stressful because the first time I tried to take them both to Costco, and there's just a lot of chaos happening. <laughs> and she, like, I forget what she even did. You're like, listen, Grandma, get out of the way. No, she was like real. I, I think I like went out into the into the aisle, and I didn't let her go first, and she got really mad about it. Mm. Like she, she said some. I can't even remember what she said. She was salty. She was very salty about it. And I was like, sorry, I have a lot going on here. And I just, like, <laughs> ran around her and with my little cart. Because, like, there was literally, like, I had, like, one kid strapped to me, one kid, like, in the cart. And they're both, like, reaching everywhere. And I'm, like, sweating profusely. And I'm like, who looks at that when you're just, like, one single human in Costco, like, nicely walking around to just be like, oh, you didn't let me out. Like, I'm not paying attention to you. I'm trying to make sure that nobody is eating anything or licking the cart. Like, that's, like, that is my number one goal right now. Do you now. think karma got hurt? I don't know. I said, but they, even in that scenario, I was like, God, I shouldn't have been so mean to her. Like, I should have just, like, because it wasn't about her. I was frustrated with the situation, and then she was mean to me in that moment. But, like, I also fully believe we control our own responses and, like, don't need to, don't need to respond with unkindness. Right. But also, I feel like you're being very, very hard on yourself in all scenarios. Well, I moved on from that one pretty quickly because I feel like she provoked me. But... <laughs> you're like, she deserved it. I still feel bad, but she deserved it. Well, she provoked, she provoked the situation. Yeah. For sure. I hear you. We were both mean. Not that that you know, cancels it out, but I. But felt what do you better. think karma is? I don't know. Okay, because I think uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't. No, know. I just feel like we kind of like it, no. It's like the broader topic of what you said. Like we, yeah. and this is kind of just a funny example because I don't actually think <laughs> okay. something horrible is going to befall our family because of that. But I'm really it just glad kinda, Dan's going to make it. It just <laughs> it kind of brought me to the topic of just you know the things we put out in the world come back to us and just kind of like the whole topic of yeah. even like talking about like overgenerating our kids like we're just letting people be who they are in the world and that yeah you know what you put out there is your authentic self and trying, trying to have that be a kind i didn't think it was gonna get him specifically he just, I was just you asked him what he fun. wanted for his last meal <laughs> i mean that's pretty specific okay well, <laughs> anyways yeah well i don't think you're crazy oh maybe a little but like in the I best mean, way i think that you do I mean, I do, but, like, that's why we're friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're losing it a little bit of time. We're a fun, we're a fun group. Um, we're a fun group of two. <laughs> we're a fun group. We're a fun duo. <laughs> we went to college. Leave us alone. <laughs> um, that was something my grandmother used to say, where she'd be like, ah, she went to college. Like, you to said that to your that husband smart. today in that tone. You always say it like, I went to college. Yeah. I went to college. Like, you have to say it in the Jersey, like, accent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You went to college. Yeah. She went to college. So on that note, go find us on our Instagram, The Whining Moms Podcast. Check us out with new episodes every Wednesday. And uh, we'll see you Wednesday. We'll see you Wednesday. Bye.